I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Here we are. Welcome, everybody. Got Clay Mills with me. We're in the uh, StreamYard studio. And today we're going to talk, we're pulling a, a letter, a very frequent letter out of the Songtown mailbag. And this frequent question we get is, when should I join a PRO and which PRO should I join? For those of you that are in um, other countries than the U.S., you may only have one choice. May, that makes it easy on the which one I should join question. In the U.S., <laughs> you have some some options. And so we're going to talk about um, when you should join one and which one you should join or how you should make that decision. Clay, you got any thoughts to kick us off? Well, I can tell you how I made my decision when I was starting out as a songwriter I looked in um, Billboard magazine on the pop charts and counted up how many ASCAP songs there were in the top 40 and how many BMI songs there were. It was just that random. And I, I went with ASCAP because they had more songs at that time in the top 40. So for me, it was completely random, but we should talk about better ways to make <laughs> that decision. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I've been happy. You know, the the other thing that sold me on ASCAP was that they um, their board was not run by broadcasters; it was run by songwriters and publishers. So I felt that they had a little bit more of our interests at heart, which yeah. may or may not be true, but um, I've always felt that way. Yeah, my perception has always been that there's a, a little more representation of songwriters at ASCAP on the on the board making those decisions. Um, for those of you that don't know, BMI has been a not-for-profit. They are actually turning into a for-profit company now. CSAC yeah. has always been a for-profit company. Um, and then ASCAP is a non-profit that, that is run by the elected officials from songwriting, publishing, producing, kind of worlds you know so it's a lot of representation there probably more um creative representation on the ascap board probably more business app um you know ex expertise on the bmi and the csac boards because they're run by business people so um those things sometimes factor into people's decisions but you know, and they keep each other they keep each other honest right. you know if if bmi starts paying more than ASCAP's got to up their game, you know, and, and vice yeah. versa. So it, it kind of, it keeps having those choices, keeps everybody honest. Absolutely. What the thing that I recommend, you know, back to your thing about it being really random. I think that's the case for a lot of people. You know, I joined ASCAP originally because my first publisher was ASCAP and he said, I don't want to create a BMI and a CSAC publishing company. So you, if you want to write for me, join ASCAP. So I joined ASCAP. Um, and a, a lot of people just join where their friends are or if they know someone. And the, the problem with that, um, I was very fortunate in that my, that publisher was ASCAP songwriter of the year. A couple of years was a very prominent songwriter. So he had a, a lot of um, way, weight, behind him at ASCAP so he could go in and ask for things and, you know, maybe get some sweeter deals for all of us than, than other people were getting. But if you just join a PRO and you don't really know anyone there, you're kind of just a number, you know, 
you, right. and what you want ideally is a PRO that's going to be an advocate for you uh, because those PRO reps know all the publishers in town. They know who's looking for writers. They know who's not. And so if you can find someone at one of the PROs that's really into what you do and is willing to help you, they can connect you with publishers. So, mm-hmm. you know, as time went by at ASCAP, I got to know some people and made friends with some of them. And they actually wound up helping me get several writing deals through the years um, just by picking up the phone and making a call for me. Instead of me having to go around knocking on doors and, and begging people to meet with me, they they set the meetings up and that led to those publishing deals. So, you know, if if you don't have a PRO, I think the best place to start if you're in the U.S. is to meet with someone at all of them. If you can get those meetings and and see who really believes in you. And if nobody does, then you might want to hold off and keep writing and trying to get better and and then, you know, go back and meet with them again because you just don't want to sign up at a place that that's huge and got all these writers and you don't have anybody working for you. You're kind of wasting your time. Yeah. And, you know, Marty, we might want to talk about to just back up to the very beginning because we get a lot of people going, well, I've tried to make an appointment at BMI or ASCAP and I can't get anybody to call me back. And so I think it's important to understand, first of all, the job of ASCAP, their role or BMI, what their business model is set up for is when you as a writer are having songs on the radio and streaming and making money, they collect that. And then they in turn divvy that out to the writers. Um, So if you don't have anything going on yet, if you don't have songs out there um, making money that they can collect, then there is a a large, you know, it's kind of hard to go to them and say, hey, you should be working for me because that's not their job. But we all know this has happened to you. This has happened to me that at points in our career, they've helped us get publishing deals. They've helped put the word out for us that, you know, hey, you should sign this guy. Or they they've taken calls from publishers going, hey, do you know anything about so and so? And it's like, yeah, he's a great writer. You should sign him. So they can be a great ally, but it's not their job. You know, so I think when we approach them as an aspiring writer, we have to realize, first of all, it's not their job to help me. So then we're looking for ways to to pique their interest so that they are interested in helping Um, Randall Foster, who does mentoring for Songtown. You know, he did a mentoring session, loved the writer, the Songtown member, picked up the phone and and walked them over to CSAC and and made that introduction that's one way you can get into a pro and and get their help is by someone you know making a personal kind of connection for you um there there are other ways bmi um ascap they have programs where you can apply and they help up and coming writers um you know so getting selected at ascap for one of their 12 um, writers that they take on each year um, you know, that's, that's another way. I know a lot of staff writers, current staff writers that came up in that program. So, you know, just know it's not their job to help you. They're there to collect money for you, but 
if you can figure out a way to make them an ally, then they can be very helpful. And they are music lovers. I mean, they, they love songwriters and they love to help songwriters. But yeah. Clay is right in that, you know, when people ask me, when should I sign up for a PRO? I say, when should you get an accountant? And the answer to that question is the same. You, you need an accountant when you have money coming in and potentially enough money that you don't, you know, you don't want to try to ha- figure it all out on your own. And it's the same thing with a PRO. They, you, you don't really need them and they don't really need you if you don't have money coming in yet. And so in some ways you're asking them to work for you for free if, if you're coming in with, before you have things going on. So, you know, one, one thing I recommend to people is to wait until you have some things going on with your music. Um, you know, even if it's, Hey, I got a, you know, Keith Urban hold, you know, I made, I don't know if I'm going to get this cut. I might, but that gets their attention. That was kind of what Clay was talking about. Of like, you know, so you want something that gets their attention. They go, Oh, this person's got a hold on Keith Urban, you know, let, maybe we should meet and get things ready in case they get that cut. Then everything is ready when the money starts to come in. So, you know, just like with any other business part of the music business, it's super important that you understand what they do and and what their job is so that you're not asking them, you know, you don't go in there and ask them to get you a publishing deal. That's not really their job. You know, you go in there to, to get them excited about you and your music and what you have going on. And then hopefully they're going to want to get on the bandwagon and, and help you advance that stuff. And when they're doing that, they're actually helping themselves. So if you're a BMI writer and you are, has some things going on, you're right on the cusp of something great and they can help you get over that hump, then they're going to make more money, you know? And and so that's what you want to do is you want to put yourself in a position where you're partnering with people. You're not just asking for a favor, you know, same thing with publishers. And in a way, if you do have some things going on and they take interest in you and they want to help you, you know, they have a vested interest to land you as a writer and not let you go to another PRO because they want to have the best writers at their PRO. So understanding that and knowing when to approach them, I joined ASCAP. I'm trying to think back when I joined I had things going on. I was writing national jingles, you know, commercials for TV. And so I had a reason to join, you know, and that that set me up. And then when I decided to get more into songwriting, I already had those established connections and they were able to help me. Um, So, yeah, I think you always got to have something you can go to them with and say, hey, you know, like you said, I've got to hold on someone's album that's a great thing to do you know to to go so you're you're just kind of looking for that leverage in the beginning to to get you in the door yeah you know i had a friend you know super talented guy and he waited until he had some stuff going on and then he started meeting with different pros and they were all competing to help him so like they're they're trying to sign him to their pro and all of them were making calls on his behalf because they wanted to be the person who landed him that first publishing deal and that kind of stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you don't have a, anything huge going on yet, but you have some stuff, some talking points, meet with all of them and see if you can, you know, get, if they get all, all of them get excited, that's awesome. And you can kind of see 
where the working relationship goes with each of them and which one you want to land with. The other thing I'll throw into, I've been with Clay, you've been with ASCAP the whole time, right? Your whole career. Yes. So I've, I was started off with ASCAP. Then I moved to BMI. I was there a number of years and then I moved to CSAC. So I've been a part of all three of them. And, you know, the only thing that I've seen different really uh, money goes up and down, but it pretty much equals out with all of them. The, the only difference that I've found is that advocate, you know, having someone there that really believes in you, that can connect you with shows that you want to play or, or different things um, is the most valuable thing. And so I always just encourage people to hold out for that. And, you know, if you need to change, it's they make it complicated, but they, you know, they can help you figure out how to do that. And I look at it as diversifying my portfolio. So if ASCAP's paying more, I've got some songs there. BMI's paying more, I've got songs there. And same for CSAC, you know, so it kind of um, evens things out. Anything to add, Clay? No, I, I think we've covered it pretty good. Um, I will say this, that make sure when you join ASCAP as a writer or you join BMI or CSEC, that you also join as a publisher as well. If you don't have a publisher, I know a lot of songwriters that might have a song out with an artist and it's streaming and there's a little bit of money coming in. And I say, well, did you sign up as a publisher too? And they're like, uh, what do you mean? And they're, they're missing out on half of their income stream. If you don't have a publisher, you have to be your own publisher. It's not that difficult. You can go to ASCAP or BMI, their website, sign up as a writer and sign up as a publisher. And then that way, if there is money coming in from streaming or YouTube or wherever, you can make sure that you get your, your proper share, which is publishing share and your writing share. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Check out the show notes, especially check out our sponsor. Uh, Songtown on Songwriting is powered by Sweetwater Gear, which Sweetwater is an amazing company. Link in the show notes. Uh, we love them and we appreciate their support. We've got links to Songtown itself, to some books we've written. So thanks for being here. Tell your friends. Give us a rating. Five stars is our favorite. Uh, we'd love to have your comments and thoughts on the podcast. Take care. We'll see you soon. Right on.